What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of From Our 20s. My name is Brandon Olson, and today I am joined with a former roommate of mine at Liberty University, Evan Campbell, who also was a stellar volleyball referee for intramurals, (laughs) reigning from the great state, sometimes disputable New Jersey. How's it going, man? Yeah. Brother, I'm so good. How are you doing? Dude, doing really well. Come on now. So first off, if you could just share a little bit about uh, where you grew up, maybe a little bit about your family, um, and then maybe why you chose to go to Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, as Brandon said, I'm from Jersey. Um I grew up in North Jersey. I've lived up there my whole life. Um, I'm like 15 minutes outside of New York City. Um, and so it was, I was kind of spoiled with the location in which I was living in uh, just because I was so close to New York City. And so we'd go to New York City all the time. New York City is a big place. I, ha- I have not seen everything yet in the 22 <laughs> years of my life. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, I love it. I'm, I'm a city boy through and through, especially because <laughs> I was three hours from the nearest beach. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so grew up uh, three older brothers, um, four boys in five years. So Dang. we were all, yeah, we were all really, really close, um, which I love. My dad is from Michigan, um, a white, a white guy. My mom is from Jamaica. Um, and so seeing the, especially in this time period that we're walking through, but like the interracial thing done, done well. Yeah. Um, you know, and I hear stories from my parents talking about how people weren't fond of them when they uh, announced to the church that they were getting engaged, um, that they were getting married because of the interracial thing. Um, but I mean, I've seen the beauty that can come from that. And so, yeah, like I've seen, I've seen my family, my dad's side of the family love my mom really well. And I've seen my mom's side of the family love my dad really well. And so it's been really cool um, to kind of see like, Hey, just because like we look different doesn't necessarily mean that we are um, right. And sure, there are different experiences and stuff like that, but just just showing that like, hey, we're gonna choose to love each other um, and love each other intentionally um, has gone a long way um, in my family. And so, growing up like that, you know, I've I've grown up very very close to my brothers. Um, the way that my parents raised us is something that. I'm extremely grateful for, um, with really just, you know, doing everything together. Like family was a huge, huge part of like my story and really my upbringing. Um, it was weird if I did something by myself, it was weird if I did something without, you know, one of my brothers. Um, and so 22 years down the road in my life, like my brothers and I, we talk every day. Awesome. That's awesome. And so when I hear people who are just like, Oh yeah, like, you know, I, I don't really talk to my sibling or like, oh, yeah, I have, a, I have an older sister, an older brother um, who I don't really talk to that much. Or, and like that catches me off guard because I don't realize that like my situation is not the normal. Sure. Like like my situation, like I've been extremely, extremely blessed um, to in a way where like, hey, family is not out of reach. Like, you know, everybody's within a phone call or a text message length. And it's just, it was just a really awesome way of growing up. Um, and it's really helped me. I have a really good support system 
later in life when I, when I need to lean back on somebody, I have them, which is really cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome to hear, dude. Yeah, and then what what would you say brought you to Liberty, which is how we met? We were we were roommates. I think it was my sophomore year, so it'd have been your freshman year. Yeah, yeah. Liberty was so my aunt took her niece on a tour to Liberty when I was about a when I was a junior in high school. Um, I didn't go on the tour or anything like that, but my aunt came back and was like, "Hey, like Liberty is like so cool, and like it's a really nice place." all the stuff. And so like, I heard about it, but I had never really like given it any thought. Yeah. And so when it came time for me to start applying to schools and stuff, I was like, Hey, like, I'll, I'll go, you know, I'll go apply to Liberty. Um, and so I did and I applied to Liberty and then a few schools in New Jersey. My older brothers all went to college in New Jersey. So I would have been the first person to leave the state for college, which was, kind of weird for me especially because if you would have asked my family back when I was you know applying for college I would have been the last person to leave the state for school. yeah dude same here <laughs> everyone was like yeah I mean especially you from Minnesota like that's a ways away oh yeah but so they're just like okay um and so I had an idea I was like okay if I get into I applied to the school called Montclair State University um, I had a plan to live um, with a really good friend named Jabari. Um, him and I were going to live together, do ministry on a secular campus together, which would have been really fun. And so I was like, hey, if I get into Montclair State, like, I'm going to go. And my family was like, okay, like, I mean, obviously it's cheaper than Liberty yeah. being in state and stuff like that. And it's a, a much smaller school. And so I, you know, applied. I got my acceptance letter back from Liberty first, and they accepted me. And I was like, oh, sick. Um, then I got my letter back from Montclair state and there was no reason why I shouldn't have gotten in, but I got waitlisted. Hmm. So at this, so at this point I was like, this probably isn't the smartest idea, but I was just so frustrated that like, when you get waitlisted, you're supposed to check back. Hey, like I want to, I want to stay on the waitlist or no, I don't want to stay on the waitlist. And then you send back that letter to them. Um, but I was just so frustrated that I threw the thing in the garbage and didn't even <laughs> send anything back to them. Um, and so I was like, okay, like, I guess like Liberty is where I'm going. And so I wanted to go, um, into like sports journalism, um, my dream is to be a sports broadcaster and, you know, Brandon and I have had our share of, of sports debates and discussions. Oh, in the past. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> um, I miss it, man. Oh, yes. I miss it. <laughs> For sure, especially you being a Viking fan, <laughs> you being a Bears fan. <laughs> yeah, it's rough on both um, sides. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, there's not really much to argue about now. No. Just sit in the sit in the sadness <laughs> together. That's what we'll do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, so I I got into Liberty and I was gonna do sports journalism, um, but I was undecided my freshman year. I went through my freshman year. Um, that's where I met Brandon, um, and, you know, and Casey and a bunch of the other guys who was just like, you know, it was a real blessing. I tell people this all the time. Um, like it was a real blessing that I stepped into a friend group where everybody knew each other already. Yeah. And so like you guys were open enough to kind of just welcome me in and allow me to be part of the group. Um, instead of like everybody trying to get to know each other a little bit and all that stuff still. And so I was like, oh, sick. Like, so everybody in that group 
was intentional getting to know me yeah. and I was able to get to know them instead of everybody trying to get to know each other. And so it was really, really cool. And I was really blessed to be able to step into something like that. Um, but yeah, then after, after my freshman year, um, the dream of being a sports broadcaster got put on the back burner because the Lord called me to youth ministry. Um, and so I guess that's why he wanted me at Liberty because this is exactly where, um, you know, people get trained up to, you know, going to ministry this is one of the best spots to do that so yeah absolutely yeah, that's, that's how i got to liberty yeah yeah that's awesome dude what would you say i mean you're still in college now and it sounds like you got about yeah. a year left but to the day what would you say has been your favorite part about college Ooh, favorite part about college um honestly i tell people this all the time like the people that i've met in my in my college years have been relationships that I'm gonna you know hold on to forever yeah you know and 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 so I think having the freedom to meet who I want to meet you know kind of just you know branch out and just you know see who the Lord kind of puts in my life and 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 see like you know how they're impacting me how I'm impacting them like the relationships that I've made um you know with roommates that you know random roommates like my sophomore year um, I had a roommate named Enzo and it was just a random pairing. Um, and now he's going to be in my wedding, nice. like stuff like that, where it's just like, Hey, you know, I wouldn't have met these people if I was not here, you know? And so I think just being able to meet like the relationships with the people that I have, you know, I've met and, you know, cross paths with that's, that's been my favorite part of college for sure. Yeah, no, that's that's for me too, and I'm and Casey would say the same. It's it's so special uh, going to school, and when you live with people, you just connect on a different level, and it's it's really yeah. it's super cool. And especially at Liberty, I mean, we all shared um, just our faith and and Christ centered as being the the major part of our life, and so to have that connection just made it even that much stronger. Yeah, for sure. Getting a little deeper here, what would you say, like, with your experience at college and at Liberty, and, I mean, you're a people person, so, like, you're, you, have, you have so many buddies at school. Like, what would you say is something people in college struggle with the most? Ooh. Um, something that people in college struggle with the most. Honestly, I think that college – is a place where people try to find themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a place where people are just like, okay, like I'm on my own now. Like I'm not like, I'm not known as Mrs. Campbell's son anymore. Right. Like in, in this environment, I'm not known as Pastor Eric's son. I'm not known as Chad's brother or Quillen's brother or Ryan's brother. Like I'm not known as that anymore. Like I'm like, I'm on my own now. Yep. Right. And so and so I feel like a lot of people either come in with this identity, like with this idea that they are who they were back at home. And so when they come here and they don't live up to that, then things just start to fall and things just start to crash. So, like, for instance, like there are some people who, you know, might have been like, you know, the popular kid in school and then they show up here or they show up to college and like they're not that like that like nobody knows them as that yeah and so it's just like hey like this this thing that they've built their identity around this thing that this idea this concept that they've built you know their persona around 
now that's not the thing that you're known as now. And so now things kind of just shift and now they're confused. They're looking, they're like, what's going on? You know, and they start to spiral. They start to go into a crisis. Um, And then on the, and then on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, Hey, like people come into college and they're like, I don't know what I am. Like, I don't know who I am. And so I'm going to try and find that. And they will be searching. They'll be searching all over the place. And it's, and college, like it's a place where, yeah, sometimes it's successfully done that you find out like who you are, like what your purpose is and stuff like that. But also like, it could be a very dangerous place when you're looking, when you're looking and nothing sticks, Yeah, you know? And so I think that like, that's something that all college students kind of struggle with. And like, and it's going to be something that people run into. Like, it's not something that you, you can avoid or anything like that. Like college, you have the opportunity to, Hey, like, this is who I'm going to be. You know, like you can ask yourself the question, who am I going to be? And you're the one who's going to answer that, you know? And so like, for me, in my personal life, like in high school, like I tell people like my, my friendships, you know, were oceans wide, but kiddie pool deep. Like I knew a bunch of people but there was no depth to the relationships that I had. And so like, I was cool with everybody, but wasn't close to anyone. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, okay, like everybody knew my name. Um, And in high school, I was okay with that. And then, so I come to college and it's just like, okay, like something needs to change because even though I like a bunch of people knew of me in high school, I still struggled with loneliness and stuff like that because a bunch of people knew of me, but they didn't really like know me. And yeah. so coming into college, I'm just like, Hey, like I want to build, like I made a conscious effort to say, like, I want to build relationships with people that go way deeper than them knowing my name or knowing where I live or knowing where I'm from. Like, Hey, like, how about like, you know, like my story or like, like know what my family situation is like, or like know something that like I love to do, like let's spend intentional time together. And so I came into college with that mindset of like, Hey, like, I want to, and it's something that you work at. It's like, hey, like, I want to build, like, firm, like, deep relationships with people, not just the shallow things that I've been used to in high school, because that stuff left me empty. Dude, you killed it, man. I love I love that answer so much. Like, that was, that pretty much answered my next question for you, too, which is, what advice would you give to anyone going into college? Like, mm. bro, you, that was such a good answer, and it's so true. Like, I, you know, I feel like I was kind of similar in high school. Like, I, I knew a lot of people, and it's a small town. So, like, I knew pretty much everybody in the grades above and below yeah. by name, at least. But, yeah, like, intentionality. And it's high school. You don't, you don't live together. So, you don't get as deep and get on those levels as, as you do in college. When you live with people, you just get more time to bond and, and talk, and you're more mature. But, yeah. man, that's so true. Like, it's so important. I mean, especially now that I'm out of college to have those solid friendships. Like I don't need a hundred friends. You yeah. know, I just, I just need those, those core guys in my life that know me and I know them and that we can just have that deep relationship and do life together. Like that yeah. is just, when you get to that point where you understand like that those deep relationships are everything, it's pivotal. Yeah. 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 No, that's, All right. So, that's, uh... Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's so real, you know, and and it's funny because, like, 
like for me, like college kind of hit me like a freight train. Like I knew it was coming and I knew the, like what was happening, but you don't really know until you kind of step into it. Yeah. Um, and then like, once you step into it, once you step into college, like you realize the importance of those relationships. And like, yeah. that's something that I realized very quickly and having you guys around me, like right when I stepped in made the transition a lot easier for me. Yeah. Yeah. And we needed each other because for most of us, we were pretty far away from home. Yeah. Most of us were out of our comfort zone at the beginning. So, you know, we all had a similar starting place. We were all just kind of out there and we're like, we're not sure how to do this. So we just kind of linked arms and, and we, we got in the boat and started rowing and, and uh, it was just a cool, a really cool aspect and a neat atmosphere. And yeah, like I said, you just, those relationships you make in college, they're just special. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So probably my next question for you, since we kind of, you kind of hit two for one there with what advice you would have for anyone uh, in going into college. And I guess it kind of answers the next one too, for anyone who's in college. Um, I guess, what would you say aside from maybe the importance of community and relationships and, and even like uh, the obvious of academics, what would you say is the best thing you've learned through your experience at college? I think that independence, like being independent takes preparation. Um, I, I, I know for me, like I wanted to be independent. Like I, I was excited for the idea of being off by myself, yeah. like and not, and not being a, like around my family all the time. Not because I didn't want to be around them or I didn't love them, but I just knew that I had to grow up. Yeah. Like I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna be, you know, in the shadows of like my parents or like or my brothers. Like, and I didn't, I wasn't gonna be attached to their hip my whole life. And so I knew it was gonna have to happen at some point. But I jumped into the independence without preparation, mm. and it, you know, it kind of smacked me in the face a little bit. If I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> like, you know, being being by myself like and me choosing what like what goes on in my life and like you know I was the one who made the decisions to go to class like I was the one who made the decisions on like you know how I was going to spend my money like I was going to be make the decision on what jobs I was going to get like it was nobody else anymore like it was on me but in that same breath like if you're not prepared to do that then the independence thing might smack you in the face as well And so, like, for me, I would learn from my mistakes and say, like, hey, start to, like, if if you're somebody, I know Casey, like, would be, is great at this, but, like, budgeting, like, learn how to budget before you're by yourself. Like, I, like, I did not know what budgeting was, (laughs) like, at all. I was like, oh, word, I got a paycheck of 200 bucks. (laughs) I'm I'm about to buy a $150 pair of sneakers, like. You know, yeah. that was kind of just like my mindset is like, oh, my money, I get to choose what I want to do with it. And then you get to a point where it's just like, oh, man, like I don't have the money to do this or do that. Um, right. Or even just like you have to make a conscious choice to do something before the decision ha- before the decision is put on your plate. Like for me, like it was like for class, like I had I did not go to class like and it, and it was a terrible thing because I missed out on a lot actually 
I had I did not make the choice to go to class before the time happened for me to choose to go to class. Like you need to make decisions before the decision is on your plate. Like you need to choose. You're gonna say, "Hey, I'm gonna eat whatever's on my plate," and then when they put it on your plate, you're gonna eat it. You know, like you're gonna you're gonna do whatever you say you're gonna do if you make the choice before it actually happens. And so I think those two things of just like preparation, um, and just like making decisions ahead of time, um, will go a long way in helping somebody coming into college or even somebody who might be in college right now that is kind of struggling. It's just like, hey, like choose to you know make decisions ahead of time. I've always heard this analogy, like soldiers don't become soldiers once the war starts. You know, like you you don't soldiers don't become good soldiers once they're deployed. It's like, hey, right. like soldiers become good soldiers in boot camp before anything happens. They make the decision, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, oh, this is, this is the position that we're going to be in, the formation that we're going to be in or whatever before it actually happens so that when the, when, that, you know, when the war actually starts or the battle actually starts, they know what they're getting into. And, they do, and it's second nature for them. You know? And so I think those two things are just like for somebody who's either struggling right now in college or in their 20s, or just somebody who's going into that phase of life is like, hey, like preparation is key for sure. Yeah, that's that's a really good word. And uh, I found that to be true as well. I mean, there's some things you can't be prepared for, but there's certainly a lot of self-discipline and things you can do to um, help yourself out for sure. Yeah, And I think part of college also is you kind of just get thrown into the fire and you have to figure it out just at the time like i don't know that you're going to always be fully prepared for the next phase of life and i think that speaks for whether you're going to be married or you're going to have a kid like there's only so much preparation you can do before yeah you know the event actually happens because there's always something unexpected and the books don't always tell you exactly how it is for your personal uh, event so it's definitely yeah. situational but yeah I, I agree being prepared is especially in college and being organized will will get you a long ways for sure so you got a year left and you are in youth ministry now you kind of switch mm-hmm. gears from your first first year which I think is relatable to a lot of people they often switch majors after that first year maybe even second year you just really set and sure what you want to do and once you get there you kind of figure that out and that's yeah. just part of the process for sure um but what would you say you're most looking forward to now oh honestly like with youth ministry like that's something that i'm super passionate about and so like being able to like actually like get my hands dirty and like actually like you know put my hand to the plow and get into it um yeah i'm, I'm very excited about that I just love being able to communicate like, you know, the word of God to younger people and like walk and do life with younger people. You know, something that I've learned about myself in college is like how intentional I am um, and how intentionality drives my relationships, but also how I do ministry. And so I'm very excited to be intentional with younger people and just, hey, like, let's do life together Um, and kind of just be like a mentor figure to them, I guess. And also, I mean, something else I'm looking forward to is hopefully um, within the next year or two, um, I'll be engaged and hopefully married. Um, so let's go. Yeah. So 
uh, yeah, I mean, God really has just blessed me um, with my with my current girlfriend. Her name's Carolyn, and she's just she's just awesome. And um, hopefully, within the next year or two, um, we get that ball rolling on just you know spending our future together um, and doing life together, which I'm very very excited about. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I love that. Super excited for you. Hopefully, uh, all goes well, and I'm praying for you in that for sure. Thank you, brother. And we did so. We did a podcast, probably. I mean, it's probably one of our beginning ones on social media. And I feel like I remember you being a guy that kind of got rid of socials long ago. Yeah, is that still true? That is still true. That's still true. And how's that been? Um, What's your take on that? <laughs> it is actually, it's very freeing. Um, if I'm going to be honest with you, it's something that's very, very freeing. Because subconsciously with socials, um, you know, however many followers you have or however many likes you get, like, you feel like, oh, that's the amount of people I need to keep up with. Or, you know, that's the amount of people that, you know, are, are truly my friends or something like that. Yeah. And when you have an unhealthy view of social media, like that honestly, like can take a toll on your mental health. Um, oh, for sure. And, and so for me, like not having to worry about the 700 people that I don't talk to, but still have an inside look on like an outside looking in view of my life like or worrying about the however many people I need to put a face on for to make it seem like my life is going great like for me I can just be completely honest on how I'm doing and all the people that like I like that I know close to me like I have their numbers like they're a phone call away or a text away like you know, there are people on social media that you've never met before, you know, that are following you or like, oh, oh, I know them through, like, I know this person through a friend who's also a friend of this person. It's like, hey, like, you don't have a relationship with them. Like, you know, and so it's like, for me, it's like everybody who, you know, who should know or who I want to know about my life, like, I have their number, I can call them, I can text them. Um, yeah. Or literally, like, hey, like, in person, like, I can just spend intentional time with people and not worry about, oh, wait, just, I want everybody else to see this, you know? And, like, for me, in my past, struggling with, like, arrogance and pride, it's really kind of freed me from that as well because I don't think about, like, oh, wait, I'm doing this. Like, can someone take a picture real quick so everybody else can see that I'm doing this? They're like, oh, hey, yeah. I want to please the 2,000 followers that I have. And so hold on, can you take this picture again? Or it's just like, hey, like it's a lot of pressure off of you and you can just live life and you can fall whenever you fall. You can get up whenever you get up. And it's only the people who you love and are closest to you that are going to matter because when you fall, they're the ones that are going to pick you up, not the 700 followers that you don't know on social media. That's a really good take on social media. And I really, really respect that. Um, so yeah, kudos for you, man. I, that's a that's a really good thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So maybe my last question here um, in closing would be, what would you say your life mission is? 
My life mission. Okay. Yeah, I think I think for me, especially like going into youth ministry and being a man of faith, um, it's like you know glorifying the Lord and everything I everything I do, everything I put my hands to, like glorifying the Lord, but also like I value being trustworthy a lot. Um, yeah, I want to be, and like I take pride not in an unhealthy sense but like i just i just yep. i just take pride in being somebody that people can talk to and people that somebody that people can trust um and so for me like i guess my life mission would be one like to glorify the lord in everything i say and do but also to like be be somebody that people be an outlet for people you know in my life be be somebody that people can talk to um and just be comfortable with um, because like, as I said before, like, I want to be somebody that can help somebody when they fall, you know, when they stumble, I want to be that person who like, I want to have a relationship with somebody when, when the world is telling them, Hey, like, you know, you're, you're disgusting. You know, you're this, you're that, like when they slip up big time, I want to be that person to be like, Hey bro, like, listen, like we can talk about this. Like, you know, we can get through this. I love walking with people through situations and through circumstances that they've gone through you know I feel I really feel like the Lord has given me a heart um to kind of just you know be there for people um and really resonate with people and so yeah I think my life mission would be one like glorifying the Lord and everything I say and do but also two like being making people comfortable enough that they would allow me to walk with them through things wow Evan my guy you are my role model man that is that is so good and you know I, I saw it pure and true and I when I lived with you you were you're such a genuine dude and I mean we could have talks about anything we could kick it back and and it was just always such a really honest and it was just always a real conversation yeah. and uh, you you have that quality about you that people just want to talk to you because you listen really well and you want to know um, what's going on and, and you really care for people. So I, I commend you on that. I respect you so much for that. And I'm very appreciative of the man that you are. And, and I know that other people see that too. So yeah, just you're, been, you're a blessing to a lot of people, man. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you for real. Yeah. But yeah, that pretty much wraps up the podcast unless you got any more little pieces of advice for any of our listeners. I mean, you, you hit some great stuff there about college and, and just life in general. So yeah, thank you so much for hopping on with us. Oh, of course, bro. Thank you for inviting me. All right. So yeah, that'll, that'll wrap up another episode of from our twenties. Um, you can find us on all platforms, whether that's Spotify, Apple podcast, be sure to rate and subscribe to us. And then also, if you have any questions, topics, any comments even, we have an email. It's from our 20 at gmail.com. Feel free to send us a message. So that's a wrap. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.